Pipe of Cthulhu presents a Pulp Cthulhu campaign. A cold fire within. Well, it sounds like after we uh, were attacked by the guard monsters and uh, dispatched them with uh, some minor injuries to ourselves, we spent the night resting and then carried on and ran into... So I don't know. I assume hill folk is, uh, is like hillbilly people who live in the hills i mean we're, we're not in the um we're not in the south but i'm assuming this is a uh is that what hill folk are that's the political politically correct term today okay. folk. so we yeah. ran into some folks that live in the uh in the hills of upstate new york and they attacked us with nary a provocation and we eventually killed them all and then we carried on a little further and saw a small village with a, uh, a man on a throne and a bunch of villagers. And it sounds like not all of us went uh, went ahead. Somebody was scouting and one of the scouts was caught and the or at least noticed. And the other scout was not. And. Uh, the one who was noticed runs back to make sure they all get led to us, who are somewhere else. <laughs> that sums it up pretty nicely. Was the person on the throne anyone we recognized? Uh, no one you recognize, but right. you all could, I mean, I guess you could give me idea rolls if you like. Idea, idea. But only... There's only one person, there's only Mrs. Randolph and Mr. Pell that saw the person on the throne, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, so Mrs. Randolph. Oh, uh, I actually passed ahead. something for a change. Huh. So you would assume <laughs> this is most likely the Groth character that the people you murdered were talking about taking you to. Groth. Groth. Mm. The king of the hillbillies, right. One could assume. So if we, yeah. if we kill the king, do we become, you know, is it like a trial by combat kind of monarchy? Always. <laughs> Only one way to find out. <laughs> Sending Carter, I think, I guess. <laughs> so as uh, the alarm goes up, and Mrs. Randolph starts heading back towards the group. That is where you're heading, correct, Mrs. Randolph? Uh, yes, yes. Um, quickly followed behind by, uh, and I think Mr. Pell was staying hidden away from the group, if I recall correctly. I think he decided that to stay right. where he was. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, so quickly followed by a large group of villagers uh, is are we in in such a, a place those of us who did not move forward that um maxine might have had an opportunity to attempt to hide 
Uh, sure. Yes. Okay. You guys were off on the outskirts, not really within viewing distance of the central portion of the village. You get a hard success on stealth. Okay. Um, well, that should help at least until uh, Mrs. Randolph comes and gives away your guys' position. Well, I'm assuming that, that she is therefore not crowded with everybody else. Okay, sure. Um, so the large group of people follows behind Mrs. Randolph and Mrs. Randolph is making her way back towards you remaining people. Um, and you see a, about a group of 10 people following behind. With uh, a gentleman following behind the group that looks like this. Now, what is your guys's plan as this group of people starts to come up to you? They are armed. They don't seem to be actively pointing or shooting, just armed. trying to come up and probably you would assume surround you. Armed with what? Uh, same as the others, some with shotguns, some with rifles. Are we clearly seen at this point? I know Maxine hit, but I mean, are we far enough away? You see around the corner, Mrs. Randolph turns and she is uh, hastily making her way towards you. And then shortly behind her, you see a group of about 10 people armed with rifles and shotguns following behind her. So they're definitely going to see us, yeah. Um, probably about a turn or two behind. Uh, so I, I will step forward and call out in greeting to the Americans. Okay. What exactly do you say? Uh, midday. Uh, sure. Midday. Oh, okay. So I'm saying, ah, good afternoon. Is this, okay. do we have a name? Do we have a name for what we think this village is? Um, I don't think so. I don't think you, it's you not might have. It, is it on you, the map? Um, no. Okay. Not on the map that you guys have. I mean. Ah, good afternoon. You, Could you. Yeah. We we seem to have uh, I seem to have gotten a little turned around. Could you tell me the name of your lovely village, please? So okay, so <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Randolph will pull up to the group, and the others, the the group of villagers. Oh no, will... she's she's not pulling up and stopping. She's running okay. right by them. If they're gonna do this, hey, let's talk to you, which worked so well the last time. You're gonna keep on running. Well, yeah, I, I think she's going to yell, run, her. run, not yeah. hang out and talk again. Uh, so what happens is, is the villagers will stop. They will kind of form a line and be facing you all. And then this man, uh, 
comes up to the front of the line and he looks at all of you and says, what are you doing here? I will nudge Mr. Ebb. <laughs> we, are, we are walking in the woods. What are you doing here? Said we live here. Ah, and what? I'm sorry. I, I, I. What are your reasons for coming in this area? I, I kind of gesture at the trees and the hills and the mountains. It's, it's a beautiful area. I would imagine you have lots of tourists up here. No, we don't. Tell me oh. the truth of why you're here. I believe I just did. All right, do you want to go ahead and make a uh, persuade? You're trying to actively be deceptive, Jim? Um, sure, we can call that a fast <laughs> talk if you want to. That's fine. Yeah, I'll need an extreme, please. Oof. How much luck do I have to spend? Uh, <laughs> let's see. Is it worth <laughs> spending uh, 47 Ooh. luck on? No, I think I'll pass on that. So that's a failure. Yeah, it says lies. I know you're lying. Be quick about it. And tell me the real reason you're here. And then he kind of looks left and looks right and the people level their weapons all at you. Uh, ah, the Americans, you are the same everywhere. You always want to shoot everyone. Well, when people intrude on our village and then lie about why they're here, yes, we're protective of our people. Oh, we did not know your village was here to be intruded upon, did we? If you don't want to be intruded upon, perhaps you should put the village on the map so that people know not to go there. He crosses his arms and stares at you as if waiting for you to say something else. He does not look happy. We're, we're, we're looking for other out of towners. Uh, have you have, have other people disturbed you recently? What out of towners? Can you be more descriptive about who you're looking for? Um, can we? Um, I'll 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 describe Fontenelle and Argus and like the the group of people that we expect him to be with. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a persuade or a charm roll, please. Ooh, charm. Of the hard yes. of the hard variety. Where's my okay? My persuade's ten, so I think I use my charm. Um, oof, that's painful. Um, yeah, I can't. Actually, spend. with the description of uh, both Argus and Fontanelle, go ahead and get a bonus die. Ooh, that's very kind because that's a ninety that has turned into a forty. Um, and you want a hard? Yes. Okay, I will spend the 
five points of luck then to make that a hard. Well then, uh, yes, yes. Uh, actually, we have seen them. Um, and he kind of like puts his arms to the side for the people to lower the weapons. He says, and what, what intentions do you have uh, of looking for these people and, and finding these people? Careful how you answer. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, do, are you? You go ahead and make a spot hidden roll. Yeah. Okay. Give me with it, and if, let me know if you get a hard or better. Mm, don't get a hard. I get a normal success. Okay. All right. Is anyone else being observant? <laughs> uh, I might be observant, but I can't communicate with you, so. Uh, I get a zero one on my spot hidden. Oof. Oh, uh, you can clearly tell that when these people are described and uh, uh, asked about, he is, like, I guess you could tell that he has no fondness or the people that you were describing. All right. <clears throat> well, I will uh, keep my fingers crossed that um, uh, Shauna figures that out as well. <laughs> well, I well, don't. The, I, the, I mean, I was the wife of one of the wife of one of the gentlemen uh, wants her husband home and. We are simply looking for him on her behalf. We so if you could just point us in the direction, we'll be on our way and out of your way. So you're tracking these people to find them because someone is with them or was taken by them. Could you be more specific? Uh, and them? No. What, what was that, Jim? You broke up a bit there. Sorry. Uh, until we find them? No, we cannot be more specific. We don't know if the gentleman has gone on his own accord or if his uh, acquaintances have taken him against his will or his wife simply wishes uh, to make sure that he is okay. So uh, until we find them, we cannot say what has happened. We don't. We don't think this group has particularly good intentions. We are we are not. We just we just want more answers. Very well. Um... Okay, why don't you uh, go ahead and, and come with us, my people, my people won't hurt you, let's, we can maybe go talk some more in case you have any questions, as long as you are after these people and not going to make any trouble or stick around here for me or my people, then, then, then we can talk. Um, 
if you'd like to come back into the village. I uh, look at the others. <laughs> Certainly. Again, the people, they lower their weapons. They, they're not actively pointing them at you anymore. Um, I'm going. I'm. I'm going to attempt to make some sort of. Sir, I don't know what this would be. Uh, some sort of surreptitious hand signal to suggest that maybe those who are hidden and the villagers haven't seen should stay that way. <laughs> I had been <clears throat> planning that in any case, but what um, would I be able to get a read on how trustworthy this fellow is? Uh, sure. Uh, can you give me a psychology? That is a hard success. Uh, he seems truthful in what he's saying. Uh, that, you know, the information you provided him about the fact that you're after these people you described, uh, and you don't mean any harm to his people, um, and you're just passing through, then, uh, his his statement that you can talk and he will not harm, they will not harm you is truthful. Okay. And then actually everyone can give uh, psychology roles. Uh, as a separate. Kind of, a separate psychology role. Uh, it's a normal success. Normal success. Yeah, anyone that makes a success uh, or better can definitely tell, as it was with the previous villagers you murdered. Um, <laughs> they seem that the the villagers here they seem normal enough. However, as you kind of watch them and you know make your way to the village, you can tell that they're definitely not acting 100% normal. Um, their movements are kind of slow. They don't really talk to each other or um, like their, their focus seems to be somewhat, I guess maybe distracted or unfocused. They seem to be not necessarily acting a hundred percent of their own it almost seems like they're just kind of going through the motions without uh, everyone's kind of acting the same um mm. like unnaturally acting similar with the exception of Groth. um so take that as you will uh so he takes you back he leads you back to the center of the village and there is uh that same uh bluestone throne there he sits down and um uh basically uh has has one of the villagers bring some water and says if you'd like some water here here you are um i guess let's uh Talk. What do you want to know? Uh, you seem to recognize these people. Have they they passed through? Do you know where they've gone? What have they done to you? 
I do know them. Um, they came through and caused some trouble for my people and I. Um, I they left through an uh, an old an old passage. A hidden passage somewhere most people would never find or or never travel to. And this is here's a picture of what you would have seen or how it would have looked had you not dealt with that in the way you did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's the blue stone throne uh, that he's sitting upon. He says, uh, they caused trouble. They caused trouble for for Zeke and his people. And, sorry, uh, my name is Shauna. Uh, you are? Zeke. Zeke. Zeke is I. Um, he, you are the leader of these people? I am. My, my family uh, has lived long here. Well, uh, if you can show us the way that this group has gone uh, this 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 hidden path then we'll we'll we'll, we'll be on our way and, and out of your hair and you promise uh, you promise Zeke to to bring justice to these people oh yes yes justice they are not good these people you seek we have our suspicions of that as well. Very well. I will. I will take you and your people. What? It is. Uh, it is near the totem. Is this all of you? You are ready to. You are ready to go. Zeke can lead you. Well, I think I'd like to uh, grab my wife. I think you, <laughs> I think you may have scared her off into the woods there. Perhaps uh, a few moments, or if you can tell us where we're going, I can meet you there with her. You will not find it. Bring your people, and then we shall go. All right, I'll get up and head back down the trail from where we were. Honey. <laughs> Click. <laughs> yeah, so um I will rejoin my husband and yeah. get with the group again. I will or, also uh take this opportunity to catch up with uh <laughs> and find out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if we're a little bit around the corner I can have kind of a hurried conversation with them. 
and say, and now we just have to find Pell. And that damn Carter, where's he run off to? Uh, and you you guys can find that. Well, Carter would have been with you guys, but okay. uh, you, you, Mr. Pell will come out and uh, rejoin the group. Okay. After seeing that you're not all being shot at. Um, very well, if this is all of you, Zeke, Zeke can take you. I will, I will take you to the uh, to the old passage back into the great mother. When yeah, I, I'll whisper to whoever's left and nearby. This place doesn't seem normal. Why is everyone so weird? Uh, and he gets up and he, he 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 has a couple of his people follow and he says this way i will show you and if you follow him he takes you back out through the woods and um uh, you start walking for a little while and um you eventually come upon the bluestone tower that you guys saw from the top of the mountain. And as you pass by, he says the totem. This is was uh, built. This has been here a long time. This is the very old people uh, built this as a marker of their land using magic long ago. It has been told in the stories of my ancestors since since before any others lived in this area. And uh, as you guys see it, it's a huge tower of stacked uh, bluestone slabs. Um, it's about five feet by five feet and is about seven feet high. Um, anyone, you know, inspecting it could give me a science engineering or an archaeology role. Don't think I have any of those. I think Mr. Pell would probably roll on that. Mm -hmm. let's, uh, let's just have a roll for him. Yeah, that's probably he would probably have uh, basically he he looks at it and ex explains to you guys like there's no way like it's really really unlikely that these were placed by hand but it doesn't look naturally occurring um it definitely looks like it's been there a long long time it's draped heavily in ivy and moss covering it um but regardless, just a little bit past that, um, everyone can go ahead and make track rolls if you like, or hard spot hiddens. That is a hard spot hidden. Yeah, you can so tell now that my ten percent. <laughs> uh, now that you um, 
now that you, he's leading you along this path, you can definitely tell and pick up the trail of of the the large group of pe a large group of people have come through this way. Um, like you've been following up through this. Uh, trail already. So. Um, he leads you up to the entrance of a cave that is quite well hidden. Um, and he says here, this. This is this is where they this is what they were searching for. Are there signs that they were like? You know, running or I don't know, cast off shells from weapons or something like that. Um, not really. You could you could see that maybe there's like a bit of trash here and there, mm -hmm. some you know trail rations got dropped or something like that. Um, okay. But no, not not. There's no evidence of like heavy gunfire or anything like that. Okay, just curious about that and how they made their their way here when they were clearly hated. Okay. So is this this is the way this is the way to the to the old people. This is where they they came from and and, and this, uh, this is where they were looking. Um, we do not venture to see them. They, it has been a long, long time since many generations since they have walked this land. So the old people are inside here. Is that correct? Uh, this this is the way that um, my father and my father's father and the, my, Zeke's father's father's father has 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 always said that the very old people came from. Can you tell us anything about the very old people? It seems like we may that may be helpful. Uh, they have not been seen in in generations. I I could not tell you. All I all I know all Zeke knows is what Zeke has been told by my ancestors. But they once walked this land and have not been seen in sometime but this is what this is what the others and you see he kind of like grits his teeth and he's like definitely has some ire towards uh fontanelle and his group uh this is what they searched for this is what they made trouble with zeke for and so i gladly leave you here to to find them this is this is where they traveled they all went into this cave. This is this is where they went. This is what they searched for. This is what they made made seek show them. How how big is the cave? Uh, so when you look at the cave, um, it's basically it's it's not very big at the front. It's kind of an overgrown over kind of hidden cleft in in kind of like the side of a rock. Um, so I mean to to find out more you'd have to go inside, but 
you can definitely tell that a lot of the underbrush that was there has recently been cleared away. Um, and uh, we'll say Mr. Pell uh, heads in and has a look and pokes his head in and uh, sure enough, he says that um, it ah! looks like <laughs> it, it looks it looks like it looks like the cave entrance has been blocked up inside by some sort of explosion or demolitions, which he assumes would be the dynamite that he found out that the uh, Webland brothers had furnished. So uh, he says it looks like you guys would be able to probably clear out the debris and uh, make an entrance into the cave, but it would take some, some time. You guys would have to spend some time clearing out the debris that's blocking up the cave entrance. Okay, I don't see any problem with that. Can I do something real quick, though, as we're kind of standing around? Sure. I'd like to go clairvoyance again. Uh, says uh, now before you do that. Yep. Um, Zeke Zeke says there is nothing much else I can help you with. This is where you. This is where they went. Please do not come back to my village. Thank you. Zeke. Leave us be. You've been very helpful. Bring, bring, bring them justice. Bring Zeke justice for his people. Little does he know that you guys already killed <laughs> yeah. people. It's just, yeah. We will Straight bring justice for your remaining people. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and with that, he said he wishes he wishes you luck. And uh, in the back takes takes leave with his villagers that came with him and he heads back down the path towards the village so yeah i'd like to kind of lean against the rocks that are kind of uh blocking the way to get our tools and stuff out and so anyway, and uh, be clairvoyant a little bit to see if we can or I can see ahead and figure out what these very old people are. So, yeah, just to give us an idea about what's up ahead, how dangerous it's going to be or what we need to prepare for. Uh, well... Says I can sense ghosts, invisible mythos creatures, identify rough whereabouts, and missing objects of people. Detect whether a tragic event has occurred in a certain place, and so on. Information about an object, person, location, or physical event. Okay, so which of those things are you focusing on? I guess it would be person or people to see if the very old ones are uh are 
you know, exist behind this wall and what they're like. By what they're like, meaning do they look like us? Are they some kind of weird spirit creatures? Are they these giant hulking things that attacked us? Like that. Okay. Sure. Go ahead and spend your magic points and see how many rounds it's going to take and then make your clear points roll. All right. You're ready to catch me. So that uh, it's 1d6 round, so that's six. Um, and magic points are six. How quickly do I gain those back, by the way? I believe I it's at a point hour. of, yeah, one an hour, exactly. Okay. I did it on the trail before we left, so I imagine I have them back. So we'll go down to six out of 12. And uh, I think then it's just a roll. One, two, six, one. Yeah, clear one. And ought three will do it. Uh, whether I actually want to succeed in this or not is something different. But yeah. <laughs> so you get flashes of a couple things. Uh, Mr. Randolph, you get flashes of um, some uh, tawny-skinned people that seem to be very humanoid-looking. Um, they 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 look somewhat human. Um, something is a little different there they don't seem to be a hundred percent they have you know you you see people with dark hair copper skin very aquiline noses um somewhat i guess you could equate it most to maybe uh they they look very close to american indians um, but they don't look, like I said, 100% human. I mean, I guess like the humans you're used to look seeing now, they're very thin-faced with uh, larger, rounder eyes, long-lobed ears with square tops, very long, thin fingers, thinner than average uh, for the hand size with significantly smaller tongues as you see some kind of uh, flashes of these old ones. Uh, so they they look and appear mostly human, but not similar to, yeah, most humans that you would think of today or ever. So uh, like 90, 90% similar to humans, but a little bit different. Okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll share. The old ones are still there. They look sort of like Native Americans, but different. And I'll briefly explain about their faces a little bit. So, let's be wary. 
And then he'll bend down and grab a rock. I will uh, prepare uh, drinks and refreshments for the laborers who are about to be laboring. <laughs> <laughs> so, who are the three strongest people? Uh, probably definitely me. I'm at 75. Okay. Who else is strong that's going to be helping? I'm at 50. So I'm at 65. Okay, perfect. Um, so let's get three individual strength rolls, one from each of you that are helping. It's just going to be for overtime assistance. A hard success, a failure, and a normal success. Oh, my back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get a luck roll from each of you three, please. That's a failure. Sorry, was, was I helping? I thought I was. You were helping and Mr. Ebb were helping. Oh, I. Uh... You're pretty I strong there. Well, okay. I didn't. I didn't think it was that. Um, right, strength roll is no, a fail. Just a, okay. Just a luck roll from you. Luck roll is a success. Mr. Ed, luck roll, please. Uh, also a success. Okay, so as it's happening, you guys mostly get all the rubble out of the way, um, Mr. Randolph. Uh, there's a little bit of a slide at some point, and a rock falls and hits you, and you take four damage. But oh! other than that, I <laughs> uh, gotta make a combo. <laughs> so I uh, stay awake, but I'm like, oh! I will uh, rush to the first aid with my bandages and brandy. <laughs> bandages? <laughs> Ooh, brandy that's a. Extreme success on first aid. Thank you, Max. So four damage. Uh, heal. Okay. Oh, so back to where I was. Um, yeah. So after a few hours, um, you've been able to clear out enough to make your way into the actual um, entrance way, uh, past the entrance way, and it seems like there is a tunnel uh, with obviously worked stone granite and sandstone, um, not indigenous to this area on the surfaces of the, uh, what seems to be a tunnel that starts Sorry. to be, oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So there was the, the entrance of the cave was blocked by rocks, but we saw tracks going into this cave. Correct. Well, we made it into and the cave. Making and... it up, making it up, up to the cave. Um, then again, I mean, any tracks inside the cave would have been covered up by the blockage. I'm just trying, as I was sitting there watching all those people working, as is my way, uh, I would just, can I do a spot hidden to see if it looked like, you know, the cave-in happened recently versus a long time ago? You can definitely tell that the cave-in happened recently. Okay, 
Thank you. And Mr. Pell had, uh, after he had investigated, said that it was definitely not a natural cave-in. It had been caused by some sort of explosion or demolition. Yeah, the bad guys blew the mouth of the, blew the entrance to the cave after they went in. You know, I've just had a thought too. This stuff is all this blue glowing rock, right? Uh, it's not glowing. There was, no, this is, this is more like a standard. Uh, this is not bluestone. The totem that was nearby was bluestone rock. Okay, so this is just all rock. This is just regular old rock. Is there any loose bluestone? Uh, not that you've seen. Okay. During one of my breaks, I'd like to see if there's any that loose that I could, uh, with an idea towards uh, uh, making a, a treat for my wife when we get out of here, take a, a small rock or something in my pocket. Give me a luck roll. Sure. That is a fail. You don't find any. Okay. Um, so yeah, as you open up the entranceway to the tunnel beyond, like I said, you, you see obviously worked stone, um, once you pass through the threshold of the, the collapsed area, um, see, uh, granite and sandstone, uh, flagstones, um, you know, into an, a, a clearly, um, uh, worked stone, um, floors, walls, and ceilings. And, uh, as you, you know, start to go in and, uh, have a wander, uh, it seems to go at a downward angle and continue further into uh into the ground um you do also see what looks to be some intricate carvings on the walls could i get cthulhu mythos rolls from everybody mm. not with a score of zero uh, i'll uh i'll spend a, a little little 10 luck and make a pass on that all right um so the intricate carvings that you see, they definitely would have required advanced tools. They feature highly stylized figures of um, entities. On one side of the uh, cavern wall, or I'm sorry, the, uh, the passage wall, you see uh, carvings uh, of uh, what appear to be yig. And then on the other side, you see uh, carvings that are, are bearing of Cthulhu. Um, these things that you may have come across in your, in your readings. And uh, go ahead and give me a sanity roll, please, Miss mm. Scary. Definitely 90, definitely scary. Okay, so that'll be just one. Um, 
And uh, anyone can give me history rolls. Got 5% chance. Mm. Uh, close. Mr. Pell would probably be rolling on this too. I'm, uh, my, my dice are hot. That's uh, extreme success on my history of five. Nice. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, the, the carvings on the walls, uh, very angular. Uh, there's serpents' coils, crisscrossing geometric shapes intertwined with other abstract shapes and symbols that continue and trail down the tunnel. Um, after you have a look at them, it's they're very similar to uh, Mesoamerican and Central Asian artwork. They have a lot of similar themes and kind of um, uh, symbols that that would definitely share with with actual existing uh, kind of artwork in the Mesoamerican and Central Asian history. And is it, um, uh, would these be distinct things, meaning there are some things in common with Mesoamerican stuff and some things in common with Central Asian, or am I finding things that are in common amongst all three that I'm somehow floored to learn about? Uh, there, there's, there's elements that are similar with both of those cultures, artwork. just mixed in throughout all the carvings. Sure. So you could equate it to both of those cultures, or I guess both of those cultures uh, art would would have similarities to these carvings. Right, And but I guess my question is, do they also then therefore have similarities to each other or they have different similarities to these carvings? Different similarities to okay. these carvings, cool. yeah. Yep. And um, uh, yeah, well, I will I will explain that. Apparently, I uh, I read some of the uh, some books that were left behind the bar at some point. So yeah, and then um, get track or hard spot hiddens again. Oh, that is a that is a hard spot in almost an extreme. Hard spot in. As those of you who succeed confirm that the tracks that you were following from previous continue and go on the path down this tunnel. Awesome. As a bookkeeping thing, can I assume that it's been long enough to get the magic points? It seems like it's been a few hours or something. Sure, why not? Okay. Did we ever? Uh, I suppose we didn't. We didn't ask. Um, what's his face from the village? Um, when he last saw them? Mm. Uh, you didn't, but you could assume, and also from Mr. Pell's analysis of the uh, demolitions that had closed off the tunnel, it fits with the timeline that mm -hmm. you guys have of them coming into the mountains very recently. Right. Okay. Um, 
do we think were a few days or like a week? Month? Uh, I, forget, uh, I forget what we thought. Were. I, have, I have the timeline here. One second. Today is the... Eleventh for you. So about a week ago, they would have seemed to have been passing. You're about a week behind them. Okay. Good to know. So give me just one sec, guys. I'll be right back. And then uh, if you want to figure out if there's anything else you want to do before continuing down this uh, tunnel into the earth. Is there anything we do want to do? Enjoy some more of that good medicine Maxine has. Sure. Yeah, we could definitely stop for a for a drink and um i mean it is it is rather exciting that we are not only perhaps uh on the track of these bad men but perhaps i mean discovering some some new truths about the world perhaps we should uh Make sure we leave a written record here before we <laughs> go into the other world. Put our own graffiti below their cave carvings, maybe? For example, yes. Maddie was here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something more useful, but uh, of course. <laughs> Yes, I think you captured his likeness perfectly, dear. <laughs> it's the way the one ear just flops over. It's so darn cute. <laughs> All right. So, uh, anything else you guys want to do before venturing down into the uh, darkness? Some, some graffiti. Uh, yes, we're going to have some drinks and uh, leave some records of our findings to date okay maybe even if we have any uh paper or something for someone say in the future who maybe uh <laughs> needs to come and help us yeah no i certainly would leave a, a journal uh yeah some writing journal stuff Cool. You do so. And then uh, start heading down. Uh, the tunnel is generally about seven feet high and about three to four feet wide. Um, pitch black as you make your way down. Um, You travel for what you would think about the rest of the day and uh, 
you are still in this tunnel. Wow. Uh, as you, uh, yeah, the only light, what light sources do you guys have? I think you guys all had torches, electric torches. Yeah, I think we were prepared pretty carefully for a, for a lengthy yeah. trek in the woods, so. Maybe some lanterns or something. I don't know if they'd have electric lanterns back then, but yeah. Might even we have the gas lanterns, yeah. Yeah. Kerosene or the... Mm-hmm. So yeah, this, uh, the tunnel continues. You guys get to a point where you think it's, I mean, it's basically, you would probably need to camp unless you want to continue going without sleeping, but you're not quite sure how much further this would go down. The only light in here is what you have brought. You, you know, have occasional drips of water and trickles of, of unseen water down the sides start seeing stalactites, stalagmites, and, and different flowstones that have developed over time. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming you guys would probably rest uh, at some point in here. I'm feeling pretty rough, so yeah, I would love to sit down. Yeah. So yeah. So you guys, you guys kind of make a camp. Yeah. I think you. I mean, you'd have bed rolls and all that stuff. You guys prepared real well, so you can go ahead and make your rest. Take some healing if you need. Oh yeah, I get my hit point back. Yep. What is faster recover? Plus two per day. Okay. And then the next day, you continue. Um, you get to a quite narrow uh, aperture in the tunnel at some point. I'm going to need everyone to make some size rolls. So how does a size roll work? Do we have to get you're going to have over? to fail? You're going to have to fail your size roll. Yeah, you want to get over your size, okay? Else. Can we spend luck to fail? <laughs> uh, I get an extreme success. <laughs> I don't I think finally you roll can... a hard success. Oh, wait. I roll a normal success. Yeah. So anyone that anyone that succeeds on their um, size roll is going to be taking D3 damage right. as you squeeze your way through the passageway. That's one. Yeah, so five, seventy-five. Luck. So D3. That's a one. Don't forget you can burn luck to avoid. So, yeah. Oh, how? What is it? Two for one? Is that? You can burn twenty luck to roll a D6 hit points. Yeah. To get it back. Tis but a um, To get D6. Yep. Yes. And you don't take any damage? No, you no. just heal D6 damage. So I would still take the damage that I roll from here, but if I spend 20 luck, I would get D6 back? Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what? what? But make sure you don't go below 30. Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, well, 20, and we also uh, first aid, I assume. Oh, yeah, after I, because uh, it's a D4 for first aid. 
Right. Yeah. So I'll just live with that then without the uh the twenty. That'll be for something extra serious. So yeah, it's sounds like first raids for several of us. Sure, I get a ninety-nine on first aid for you, so that doesn't help you. <laughs> <laughs> Maxine, can I get some of your your healing potion? <laughs> There's a ninety-four. I think I'm making up for some of those low rolls. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I made a first aid roll. I'll take that and get the hit point back. I put a plaster on my scraped knee. <laughs> ah, much better. Keep it from getting <laughs> infected. Mm-hmm. And a little bit later, uh, most of the rest of that day progresses just fine. Still down, down, down into the earth. Uh, we are going to the center of the earth. And uh, uh, at some point, you come to a very, very slick and slippery area. Um, mm -hmm. and which slopes somewhat precipitously down. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're going to need people to make some dex rolls as they navigate across there. How are we set for ropes and stuff? We should have. We sh we should I have think you guys have rope. So you're going to try and fashion something to uh, ease the climb down? Yeah, I think to uh, at least avoid the, the long slide if somebody slips. You know, if we, yeah, if we presumably will be coming this way on the way back too. So we don't necessarily have to try to like tie it around a rock or whatever. We can anchor it if that helps. That's true. We might be leaving here quickly if, um, mm -hmm. if we leave here at all. Yeah. So that's not a bad idea. Nice. A little forethought. Well, you're able to uh, secure a rope to a stalagmite at some point. Um, that'll make the uh, that'll give you guys a. Uh, uh, a regular climb roll. If you can make your climb roll, you won't need to make the dex roll. Okay, well, failing the climb roll, we'll see how the dex roll goes. 55, normal success. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I fail the dex roll. No climb, but I succeed in the dex roll. Oh, Shauna, you, uh, as you're trying to climb down, your, your feet start to slip and um, you, you try to hold on to the rope, but you're kind of reflexively try and steady yourself with your hands and then you, you slip and you bang your head pretty hard uh, and take six damage. Yeah, ouch. Um, uh, did anyone else take take any damage from that, or they may all made your dex rolls or your climb rolls? Build, climb, yeah. made dex. Okay. So after you get past that that very slippery and dangerous area, um, it seems to be about 
another day that's passed of traveling down into the earth. So you guys could uh, rest again if you like. That seems good. And resting is two hit points automatically. And then I guess Correct. we can try first aid on the falling damage. Yes, please. All right. I'll see what we can do here. 58 is uh, as a luck spend away. So we'll make that succeed. Thank you very much. How much is that? D4? Uh, D4. Yes. Come here, D4. There we go. Um, three. Okay. Well. It's yes, a good number. I think. Uh, I think resting. Resting is a good idea. Mm. Is there? Is there sort of sign of the is there is there a sign of the other expedition still coming through here? Yes, there is. Every once in a while, you find a boot print or a piece of litter left behind mm -hmm. that definitely comes from the world above. And also, as you've been traveling down, down down into the earth you you see sometimes what appear to be archways of constructed side passages that have been blocked up by masonry sometime a long long time ago um and uh after another night's rest you continue down and uh eventually come uh to another area that uh the amount of intact stonework starts to increase again and you start seeing those carvings of cthulhu and yig uh, mm. appearing again on the side of the tunnels and then some carved steps actually start to appear in the tunnel and then it levels off and starts heading at a more level path uh, as some dark uh, basalt rocks, uh, I'm sorry, blocks uh, as flagstones and some support columns start to appear. You also notice the air begins to glow with a sort of blue light off in the distance, and you start to see what looks to be an opening above or ahead uh, that hasn't that hasn't been blocked up and then as you make your way to that exit of the tunnel you step out and you see something you would never thought possible down in the bowels of the earth here you step out onto a cliff and see a vast landscape of rolling stony hills with lower areas obscured by bluish mist and buildings and a forest and wide unseen landscape inside the earth. Huh. Everyone can give me a sanity roll. Wow. Well, sure. 
and it's lit like a sun or by daytime, right? You see that there's no sun, uh, but what appears in the sky is kind of an ever-persistent bluish crackling electric kind of light or or luminescence. I am odd and I do not succeed on my sand roll. Yeah, that is a fail. A success would be zero and a, a failure is a 1d4. Mm, okay. As your eyes glance upon an inner world. That four. four. One, two, three, four. I think I, <laughs> I stare slack jawed. Yeah. Uh, that's an extreme success on Sam. <clears throat> we Finns have always known that this is here. Have you Americans not been aware of this yet? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> You're surprised to see this somehow. Hmm. My world is turned inside out. Or rather, outside in. I can't even tell anymore. And with that, um, we the chapter, this chapter will conclude, and you guys can do your hero development phase. And everyone can regain 1d10 sanity points for defeating the dimensional shamblers. Nice. Hey, that's one. <laughs> Uh, so our hero development phase, that's rolling our ticks, right? Six. Correct. Okay. Right. So Sean. <clears throat> Sorry, is 1d10 sanity? Correct. Yeah. Plus 1d10 okay. sanity for defeating the shamblers guarding the mountaintop. Oh, very nice. Well, my fighting goes up by uh, nine points. It's from, all, nice. from all the stabbing. All the stabbing, wow. yep. First aid goes up by six points. Psychology. Ooh, 97 on psychology. That's definitely up. Six points. Oh, 100 on my spot hidden. First aid is improving. Oh, my history, which was which I checked with my O one roll for an O five history, I rolled an O four on, so I. Oh. Not... <laughs> which I guess makes sense. Like I read something, and there it was, but I'm not actually learning anything. Uh, that's funny. Oh, oh, yeah, and it's spot hidden. Spot hidden. Spot hidden does not improve. Stealth does not improve. Telekinesis goes up. There's a 99. Ooh. By one. <laughs> hey, it's one more than it was before. More than it was. You need it.
And is luck part of this, or we only, or luck is just at the session tops? Only at the beginning of the sessions. So it's only ticks, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's enough, right? <laughs> what do right. you want? <laughs> I want it all. <laughs> and so uh, your eyes, everybody's eyes seems to, uh, it, it's, you, you'll need some adjustment to the light source down here. So you look out from this cliff and, and you, you can't see, I mean, as far as you would think you would see in a normal above ground environment, but that may just take some adjusting to the to this uh, um, blue light. The sky is kind of, uh, I mean, it's not very, it's kind of impenetrable. You can't really see any clouds overhead. Um, you don't see any sun or any other celestial bodies. Uh, you do see off in the distance some bird-like animals flying through the sky. The climate down here feels like spring. It's dry and temperate. Um, and uh, yeah, um, very, very strange, large underground environment that you can't really see to the end of. And uh, as you kind of look around the, the cliff face that you're on, you can see down um, to the somewhat immediate area below, and you can kind of see the traces of what looked to be maybe a road, some sort of ancient path um, leading down the down the hillside uh, toward a line of dark gray hills um, about a mile or two away, which is really the only thing, only kind of landmark you can see. Well, we should look for their litter since they're such inconsiderate hikers. <laughs> yeah, track or uh, spot hiddens. Uh, hard and success on spot hidden. Zero one. Oof. Yeah, you can definitely tell that your quarry kept to the uh, seemingly worn road. Okay. Um, oh, this is very exciting and interesting and wonderful, but I guess we just keep following them. Seems like there'd be so much to explore here. Yes, but there's a, a world to save first, Maxine. We, we can come back. Yes. The place has been here for how long? Thousands of years? Imagine it'll be here after we're gone. He says, <laughs> Five minutes. Yeah. Uh, so, with that, the party continues down the path and into the dark hills. Uh, the rocky hills you pass through are barren, and uh, it seems like there's gritty soil as 
you know, as normal as you would think. And uh, the road winds between some rolling hills uh, for some time. Um, for you a know, couple miles. Doesn't look like we could make up some time uh, by cutting across land with this road, like while we're up high. Um, from where you're at, you can pretty much only see this road, which seems to head pretty much pretty straight southwest. Um, anything else you see in any direction is just these dark gray rolling hills. Okay, that's fine. I was just, we're a week behind. I was just thinking of a way to make up a little bit of time, but that's, yep. Seems safe. Stay on the road. Smart. Yes, we don't yeah. want to trespass on the uh, on the ancients here. We have no idea. It's true. So you continue, um, and eventually um, you get towards the the edge of the what seems to be this hill uh, area, this uh, hilly environment, and you come upon a uh, a great uh, bridge. is a large uh, black basalt bridge. Like a big arch? Yes, uh, a very, very large arch going across um, a uh, some sort of river that's going underneath the bridge here. And probably a troll underneath it. <laughs> and as you look out and you pass over the bridge here, you see that uh, your vision opens up onto a a large grassy plain and uh in the distance um some three or so miles ahead of you um you see uh what seem to be some buildings or ruins starting to appear on the horizon along either side of this road. You also look off to the west and you see a very enormous dense forest about two to three miles west of the road. The city of Cthulhu and the forest of Yig. I don't like the sound of that. So the ruins and stuff look similar to what were the uh, the things Maxine said, like 
Mesoamerican type things, or do they look like houses that were built? Uh, it, they're still too far off for you to really make out what kind of ruins or structures they are. Oh, okay. But you do I'm sorry. see them off in the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as you come down from the bridge and start making your way into the more grassy plain area, um, you see occasional stands of tall, twisted trees that vaguely resemble cypress trees with broader leaves. Um, numerous shrubs growing here with blue flowers. Um, the road seems to actually get a little better in condition. It's paved with tessellated tiles uh, <laughs> that are cracked and choked by weeds and creeping vines and uh, occasional small pillars with uh, some sort of unknown hieroglyphics mark the road and any side paths that start to snake off of it. And are we still seeing signs of the other group coming through here? They didn't veer off to the west to go to the forest, for example. Uh, correct. You see the um, tracks continue down this path. And, um, and other better... than the other than the birds uh, or bird like creatures, have we seen any other wildlife or, or non wildlife? Uh, when, when you crossed the intricately carved black basalt bridge, uh, it crossed a what seemed to be like a 500 foot wide, a very large, slow and soundless river. And as you look down into the river, as you're crossing the bridge, you see that the water is clear and very bizarre, not normal looking fish swimming within. Um, you also, every once in a while, you can see bugs and, you know, some sort of worms and uh, amphibians, all very strange and not anything that you've seen uh, up on the surface world here and there. But uh, occasionally definitely... some slithering snakes off on the side, uh, serpents that you can see towards some of the trees and through the grass. I bet Maddie's having a fine time running around <laughs> this stuff. <laughs> you let Maddie run off? Uh, oh, no. I can't even believe it was suggested by my husband that we would let Maddie <laughs> off leash in this strange place. She's on leash. It's a long leash, but yes. How's, how's Maddie reacting to like the sights and smells? Very excited. <laughs> a lot of peeing and pooping. As, as one would expect from Maddie. Do we still have uh, Mr. Carter's dog too, or do we leave him behind? I forget. You've got everybody with you. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Carter's dog? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Carter said he would be bringing his dog with him. Okay. I've forgotten his name, but yeah, I'm sure. Spot, I think. Spot, yeah. Button. <laughs> Button. Oh, Spot, he's hidden again. I can't find mm. him. <laughs> and so you continue um, down 
this uh, old road. And uh, eventually you come up, you come across uh, some buildings and old ruins. Um, so there's a couple different types of buildings and, and structures and stuff that you pass by. Some seem to be uh, laid out like kind of like farms. Uh, some look more like potentially old temples uh, off the sides of the path. Um, anything that catches your fancy that you might want to explore or have a look at, or would you like to just keep to the path? I would keep to the path. Yeah, leaving the path seems like always a bad idea. I mean, these there are there are side paths that go off of the main road that would go to these structures that are seemingly ruins or abandoned buildings or structures or farms or if do we, so do we, do we not see any other creatures or inhabitants so far it's not just been a bit. not so far I don't think I would go trotting off to like a temple or a farm or something, but if there's something really close to the road, I'd probably stick my head into it. See yeah. what's going on. I mean, there's there's some of these structures that are, you know, they're just off the road, but it's not something you would be able to just poke your head into. You would actively have to, you know, go have a look around. That sounds interesting. I'll I'll do that as long as I don't have to, like I said, go like up the trail to the farm or something like that. If there's something just off the road that I can kind of sneak into, it's my curiosity's gotten the best of me. I I have to check. No one's no one's probably seen these these structures for hundreds or years, if not longer. Well, uh, so as stated, there's what seem to be uh, a couple farms that you pass by or what seem to be like, you know, farm like outcroppings of buildings and structures or like layout uh, potential temples or, you know, one or two um, seemingly abandoned small towns. What catches your fancy there, Mr. Randolph? Well, it sounds like you're all kind of farther away, actually. Now, I thought we were kind of walking sort of through. The, all of these things are off of this main road. Yeah, I don't know. You, Is anyone else interested enough to go? Upon oh, I thought we had sure. decided we were going to save the world and follow follow the people we're here for before we explored. I was... I'm very excited to explore, but uh, there's an infinite amount here, and once we start, <laughs> we may never get back. Yes. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't think any of these can be quickly looked at. I think, I think you're right. Onward. All right. So moving onward. Uh, eventually, you make your way.
quite far down the path and you uh, start to see off in the distance uh, you, I guess you've traveled we'll say about some 15 miles now um, from the hills uh, it is I since there isn't really a reference point of like sunset or moonrise or anything like that. It, oh, that's bothersome. It's <laughs> it's been a it's it would probably be getting towards your evening time. So and you do still see a long long trek ahead of you. Far, very far off in the distance on the road. Um, you do start to make out the, uh, what seems to be, um, some sprawling conglomeration of glittering towers, uh, in the very extreme distance, suggestive of a city that you might eventually come upon on the road, but that is still quite far away probably more than a day's travel. Wow, that's enormous. We see that from here. That might so, be the, uh, the only thing inhabited that we come across. Um, and again, you know, you see different structures on off and around the, the, uh, the road off in the distance that would be on the way to that seemingly city of towers in the distance that you seem to be continually heading towards. There's no indication that the, the group we're tailing has ever sort of left the path. Uh, no, I mean, it okay. seems like they, I mean, maybe they went off to search some of these structures or whatnot, but it seems to be that the prints and tracks that you're finding are definitely continuing in a forward fashion towards that city. And the structures all seem to be abandoned, right? Or ruinous? From what you can see so far. Right. Um, but yeah, and then getting up on to uh, evening time now. Uh, you guys want to take a rest? Are you... I guess the choice would be up to you as to whether you want to try and take some shelter in one of these structures or, or farms or something off of the road, or if you want to just camp right there on the road. I mean, if there's a if there's a structure already there that no one else is using, yeah, that might be. Check it out. Yeah, I think that might be smart. So again, there's there's three different types of kind of uh i guess structures or or areas that you could go to to try and find shelter off the path there's seemingly those farms some sort of temple structures or uh some small abandoned towns that have you know multiple dwellings and structures uh kind of centralized what kind of area would you be going to seek shelter in I don't like temple. the look of the temple. Oh. 
That's clearly the logical choice. Got a big open area, probably. Well, it seems like a farm we would have be able to sort of secure and then have good visibility, unlike in a town where there's mm -hmm. multiple houses nearby. Things could creep up us in the night. Although I'm sure with little Maddie here guarding, we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, spot two, I guess. It's going to be a farm then. Is farm the consensus? Yeah, I go for a farm. Sure. All right. So you make your way off the road towards uh, one of these farms. Uh, looks abandoned. Um, you see the fields and orchards surrounding the, the farm buildings um, threaded by narrow, dry irrigation canal, canals, uh, long overgrown fields and orchards seemingly dead and, and not tended for. Uh, as you come across uh, some of the buildings to this farm that you're coming up on, uh, they seem to be primarily constructed of gold. Ooh. Ooh. The buildings? Yes. Oh, my. And there are what look to be golden pillars, um, equidistant between some of the buildings and, and uh, throughout some of the farmland there, uh, with silver cables linking these pillars to the buildings. And, you know, some destroyed pillars, some detached silver wires. Um, but uh, uh, Mr. Pell will have a look at them and he will determine that these seem to have some sort of uh, electrical function in nature. Just the silver stuff, right? Uh, the golden pillars and the silver cables seems to be some sort of electrical system. Hmm. I was and, thinking about uh, uh, about carving a chunk off of my pocket knife to make a little trinket for my wife with this since I miss out on the blue stone. But if it's electrical, I think I'm smart enough to stay away. Well, I mean, like the structure, like the buildings are made out of gold. Oh, okay. the pillars are made out of gold. There's enough. I mean, mm -hmm. you you could if you wanted to take the time to uh, dig some gold off of uh, a structure. Um, you're going to need to give me a hard strength roll to chip off some of the gold there, Mr. Okay. Randolph. Can we say I do this later on? Uh, I mean, I don't have to like when she's not around. Perhaps. Uh, yeah, sure. Go, yeah. You can go ahead and make your roll. You can find some time later. Sure. Oh, a zero six. You got a nice card. Uh, yeah, you definitely get a chunk of gold off of uh, off of this building. Good. Wrap it up in a handkerchief, throw it in my pocket or my bag. She's gonna love this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so as you guys kind of 
you find a this you know farmhouse you find a building it's you know kind of abandoned uh everyone can go ahead and give me spot hidden rules (sighs) normal success Man, all these zeros. Uh, zero two on this one. I can't help but feel I'm using these on the unimportant stuff. So, who succeeded? Uh, Maxine. Mm-hmm. All right, success. Three success for um, Gerald. Mm, failure. And Miss Jimenez? Uh, fail. All right. So, um, as you're kind of like, you know, setting up camp in this building and looking around, uh, Mr. Randolph, you find a uh, strange, uh, heavy, lustrous metal tube. And inside the tube, you find some sort of scroll with uh, strange writing on it that, uh, I mean, you're not sure what it says, and it doesn't look like any type of writing you've ever seen before. Um, Mr. Ebb, you find... uh, what seems to be some strange rod uh, made out of this same metal uh, that has kind of like a a button on it. And when you press the button, uh, the rod, uh, both ends of which emit some sort of bright blue light um, that has somewhat of like a, a low flame on either side. It seems like some sort of uh strange kind of i guess you could equate it to a flashlight um you could write it down as basically a searchlight it's uh um and then uh let's see who else succeeded someone else succeeded with a regular I think it was Mrs. Uh, Maxine. Maxine had a regular. Ms. Gary. Yes, you find, you find um, two of these uh, strange-looking discs. Uh, they're about two inches in diameter, of uh, dark, mottled, uh, again strangely luminous metal featuring a carving of Cthulhu on one side and Yig on the other, both accompanied (laughs) by more of these strange hieroglyphics. Um, That's awesome. What a way to play heads or tails. I'm glad we can make decisions now. (laughs) Cthulhu, we take the left path. All of this has been Cthulhu and Yig. Yeah. Um, and then also, as you kind of all are looking around and, you know, getting ready for sleeping for the evening, uh, you actually find a strange vehicle in one of the outbuildings. 
it seems to be like uh, a strange silver and steel six-wheeled vehicle, somewhat similar to like, I mean, I guess you could equate it to a van. Um, and uh, it looks like it could carry about four people in comfort inside the uh, cab area and then about four more in the cargo area with a hitch on the back that seems to be, you know, able to hook up some sort of farm equipment or trailer or something else to it uh, to be pulled behind it. Um, there's a lever on it uh, that seems to be like the on and off switch. And uh, someone tries clicking it on and off. It doesn't seem to be uh, drawing any power. But maybe Mr. Pell could look at that uh, next session and see if we, if he could maybe get it working. I'm a mechanic too. I can. Oh well, there you go. Do, I was we about maybe to say... get an electrical repair, Mr. Uh, Ebb. No, electrical, not mechanical. Uh, electrical. I'm yeah. I'm not quite as good with electrical, but I will spend. No, I don't have to spend anything. Normal success. Yeah, you you fiddle for it, you fiddle with it, um, and uh, one of the uh, try you try you know pulling one of those silver cables over from one of the pillars. Uh, you kind of get into the wiring and mess around with it a little bit, and you're able to get the uh, this strange vehicle actually powered up and we're in working order. Nice. And it's so, a little hard to see the details, Mr. Ab, seeing as your name is all over it. I know you're ready to go. Uh, Mr. Ebb, I can you can write this down as a utility vehicle. Uh, it's got a move rate of 15. A build of six. Uh, it has an armor rating of three and can hold eight passengers. Cool. And it would use just a normal drive skill to uh, drive it. It's very similar to a car or a van. It's electrically powered? It is electrically powered. Uh, is there a battery? Uh, there's a battery there's, that char there's a battery that charges after you get it hooked up and uh, restore the electrical power from one of these silver cables and uh, you know seemingly autonomously powered golden pillars. Okay. Cool. And with that, I think everyone can take a rest if they like. Love Ms. To. Gary, Yo. when you awake, you feel slightly more healed than others. You can actually take an additional two points of healing. Uh, I had no damage. Well, you take... But I feel great. You feel more arrested and healed. Last night's cocktails you, than, uh, have had less effect than I thought they would. Than you would have <laughs> normally. <laughs> Go ahead and give me an idea roll 
of the I blame it on my variety. new coinage, but uh, 43 is a normal idea roll. Yeah, you're not too sure why you feel more rested, but you do. Excellent. I mean, you as a person made the right assumption, but... <laughs> But as a character, it's just this a, this fresh underground air and crackling yeah. light just just slept really well. We are hooked up. And the next day, uh, I guess, what are you guys doing? Are you just continuing down the road? Are we going to drive? Oh, I think we've got to. Oh, we have to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is there any chance I can get anything out of this scroll thing, or is it just completely? Yeah, do you want to have, do you want to investigate it? And, uh, like, as you're getting ready for bed, have an hour or two reading it? I think that sounds like a reasonable thing. Okay, so <laughs> the opposite of feeling better in the morning. <laughs> Give me one second here. Of course, I'll share it with my wife. It's so interesting, honey. Look. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a int roll, please. I would need a hard int roll. That is only a normal success. Yeah, so you you pour over it for, you know, an hour or two before bed, but don't seem to glean any meaning out of it. That's fine. Uh, I guess if you were sharing it with your wife, um, what languages do you both have? Uh, Latin, I believe. Yep, quite a lot of Latin. Just got my own language, English, that I was, you know, yeah, so Miss Mrs. Randolph, you can go ahead and give me a hard end roll if you are looking over this with your hubby. I did, fortunately did not pass. Yeah, so you guys really can't make too much out of it, but uh, yeah, you can keep. Actually, you know what? I am going to spend the luck. It's not that much considering how much I have, and I really, you know, hubby's had a hard few days. I want to help him out a little bit here. Oh, awesome. Give me a D10 roll, please. 10, of course. Ah. (laughs) Uh, Mrs. Randolph, you actually start to make some sense of this language. Uh, So you now have a 10% in language. Kenyani. Capital K. Capital K. Apostrophe N hyphen Y A N I. You know it's mythos related if it has both an apostrophe and a hyphen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
never read the books. Oh, I'll read the book. Why not? <laughs> All right. So I know Keanu and my. So I'm understanding this language. Do I get anything interesting from understanding it, or is it just? Uh, from this document, not much. You kind of just get the basics. Uh, it might. I mean, it seems like maybe ledger of uh, like an accounting of you know like crop amounts and yield something like that nothing nothing too interesting but you do start to understand some of the kenyani language excellent it sounds yiggy you could make that assumption uh All right yeah. And so in the morning, um, you pile into your new strange vehicle and start making your way down the road? Question mark? Yeah. Yep. With uh, Mr. Ebb driving, I'm assuming. That is literally his job. <laughs> <laughs> So as you make your way down the road, continuing, you start to come upon um, actually what seems to be some sort of inhabited area, uh, kind of like a large, I, one could assume maybe a plantation area with uh, fields, uh, that seem to be worked by some humanoid-looking creatures. As you uh, make your way closer towards the outskirts of this plantation area, uh, you can see a little bit more details. Um, and actually, uh, upon getting close enough to see some of these creatures, um, the humans that you see in the fields uh, moving in some sort of like jerky, almost not mechanical, but uh, unnatural fashion seem to have glassy eyes and they seem to pay no attention to you as you move down the road past them. Uh, and uh, you can see as 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 you notice this, you also can notice that they have their bodies are somewhat mutilated. Uh, there's various scarrings, burns, piercings, some missing body parts, some additional body parts, such as extra limbs or or uh, multiple tongues and. Uh, you guys can all give me sanity rolls when you see these pathetic creatures. Oh. Success would be a zero and a failure would be one one D three. And you also see some strange creatures. It looked like maybe some sort of 
beasts of burden that are uh, hauling either crops or or other things that they're harvesting in the fields here that look like this. And as you get closer to the uh, what seems to be the main buildings or uh, uh, main area here, um, you actually give me a spot hidden spot hidden from everyone, please. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, hard success. Well, yeah, hard success as well. You notice, out of all the strange humanoid creatures and everyone else you've seen, you clearly see a human staring at you with wide eyes and uh somewhat fear as he kind of looks at you he's he's part way between you and uh what looks to be the main plantation house and he kind of looks to you a little worriedly looks back at the plantation house looks at you and yeah you you he notices you and you notice him and he is clearly human you human hmm. and i think that's probably where we will cut it for today <laughs> <laughs>